Blog Talk Radio.
feel safe with the people I know from once upon a long time ago. I'll never fly off to Neverland. I'll never travel in time. All I can do is the best I can and go there in my mind. So I close my eyes, imagine I'm there. Hide and seek musical chairs, hot summer nights and the cool winter snow from once upon a long time ago I smile as I look back on roads I've crossed traveling down memory lane but without all of those that I've loved and lost life is not the same For all the good times I can recall To all I've loved God bless you all The happiest moments that I'll ever know Were once upon a long time ago refresh our memories with the greatest job and with the greatest airline we work for. But before we start our program today, and it's going to be a good one because I see my board completely full of callers, and uh, so we're going to uh, turn their microphones on in just a minute. But first of all, we want to say a big hello to some of the 50 countries around the world who listen in. And again, I'd like to repeat them, Norway, Netherlands, United Kingdom, Ireland, Germany, Latvia, Russia, Romania, Croatia, Austria, Switzerland, France, Spain, Portugal, Kenya, United Republic of Tanzania, Brazil, Argentina, Chile, Chile, Dominican Republic, Mexico, Canada, Burma, and I say I see on my uh, my stats board that uh, China has rejoined us this past week. So all listening in to the radio show, wow, what an impressive audience we have around the world. And uh, we've got some interesting conversation that we will get into. My name is Neil Holland, retired captain with Eastern Airlines and the producer of the show. We've been on the air now for 11 years. uh, And uh, 
we've had uh, nearly 700 episodes that we have done. And uh, along with us today, uh, a regular on the show is Captain Jim Holder, who fills us in with his stories, which we never get tired of listening to. Jim, you can't say anything right now because I got your microphone turned off. But uh, before the show, I was talking to Dorothy uh, Newhan up in Detroit area, and we've got some other callers from Detroit. I'm going to open the microphone in just a minute. So uh, again, let me remind you that we can uh, be heard every Saturday at 1 p.m. every Saturday that I'm able to get to the microphone and produce the show, which pretty much is, uh, oh, I'd say we do probably about 50, 45 to 50 episodes a year. So we're almost every week. Um, and um, if you're listening to us and would like to call in today with a comment, you can dial 213-816-1611, and you're on my producer's call-in board, and you'll be recognized. And, and if you have uh, a comment, please uh, just join in the conversation. Why not give us a call and enjoy the fun? We all have fun. That's the, the name of the show. So uh, we've got so many airlines represented now by a large group of airline uh, flight attendants, cabin crew members, uh, that uh, recently met in Tampa, Florida, for their 2022 convention. And uh, we're going to talk about a little bit about that, and, and uh, hopefully we'll have a story or two that uh, these uh, uh, members of the Silverliners and now it's recognized as the Silver Liners International that has many, many chapters around the country. I'm hoping that uh, they'll uh, have chapters over in Europe and Asia. And uh, as far as this radio show reaches out, and uh, it's quite, uh, quite impressive, which you heard the names of the countries that, uh, that have listened in, and usually they listen in regularly. Um, and um, I saw the absence of China that was... Uh, uh, maybe we've got to return listener from from China. So I'm going to open all the microphones now, and I want to introduce those that appear here on our uh, producers board. They're all of uh, on, and uh, we always used to say, haven't done this in a while, but uh, every uh, I don't have a filter on this radio show. We're not sophisticated. I call it in the past. I've always called it kitchen table radio. And uh, we don't have a filter and sophisticated microphones because everybody's microphone usually is their smartphone, and uh, that's what they use to uh, listen and or either uh, call in. So those that uh, have called in, we're going to get to them and find out who's on the uh, on the air with us that uh, we can talk about the uh, wonderful time that so many of them had. The first caller that we had that, that called before the show, and by the way, uh, anyone listening that wants to call before the show, you can call the show up to 15 minutes prior to airtime. We normally uh, produce the show for an hour, but we can run over an hour, and uh, most of the time we do run over an hour if we have good conversation going, or uh, if I don't hear, I uh, have what we call dead airtime, I'll usually put on a record and uh, play a record, and usually these rep records uh, date back to uh, the the songs that we remember when we were uh, a long time, once upon a long time ago. So let's say, first of all, welcome to Dorothy Newhan. Dorothy, 
hello to everyone around the world, if you don't mind. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I, I wanted to be a, a flight attendant, a, a stewardess, it was called in those days. Uh, when I was five years old, my, my father took me up in a, in a, in a, in a, for an airplane ride uh, at a carnival, and I was so excited. And it took me it took me a long year, long time to grow up, and and uh, but I never never gave up on my on my dream. And um, so I was based in Miami at East with Eastern, and loved every minute of it. Um, I I I've just made such outstanding friendships. Uh, everybody in the airline industry is just just wonderful people, as far as I'm concerned. And I've loved it, and I've I've uh, been an uh, international officer. I was the president of Silver Liners in, um, oh gosh, in the 70s. And um, uh, I've, I've enjoyed that organization tremendously and made wonderful friendships. And it's, it's Eastern, Eastern it will never, never go out of our memories. Great, great. Good to hear that. Uh, real quick, uh, what type of airplanes did you start on? Must have been DC-3, Dorothy. No, it was actually I didn't. I think I had a a checkout flight on the DC three, but I flew mostly DC sevens and then the Super G Connie. Okay, two great airplanes. Yeah, wonderful, super. Okay, now next caller that uh, is on my board. I'm not going to say the whole phone number, but this will identify you, so you can tell us who you are and a little bit like uh, Dorothy mentioned uh, uh, about. Uh, which airline you work for and uh, when you started and so forth. But area code 313-613. Who's that caller? Well, that that would have been me. Okay, that that's you. Dorothy. How about seven? How about seven three four five one six? Oh, that's yeah, that's me, Madge McGordy, and I flew with Eastern, and uh, I was based in Boston and then Miami, and I. Flew Martin 404, Super Connie, DC-7, and um, really enjoyed it. Some of the best years of my life. Met wonderful people, and I'm so happy we opened up the Silverliners to International. Uh, met some wonderful people at the convention and really had a good time. And we missed you, Neil. Okay. Well, thank you. And uh, I couldn't uh, go. I, I told Brenda to please uh, apologize for me that I uh, was unable to make it. Uh, yeah, she of, told uh, us. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and so maybe maybe the next convention, which is what? Do you have a big convention like this every two years? Is that right? Yes. Uh, our board meeting is in uh, Dallas-Fort Worth next year and the following year. Our convention will be in Nashville. Okay, Nashville. And okay, the Atlanta chapter. Good. Yes, the Atlanta chapter is putting on the uh, Nashville convention. Okay, so you have a board of directors meeting, and can anyone attend that, or is it just uh, for the board? Um, no, anyone can attend, um, but it's only the board that you know can do any of the voting. Okay. Well, here's a couple of questions. Oh, say hello to Jim Holder. He's sitting there patiently waiting to say hello to both of you. And uh, I see I duplicated uh, your number, Dorothy, on my board for some reason or another, but that's okay. You must have two phones with the same number, but that's all right. Uh, 
like I say, this is Kitchen Table Radio, so nothing nothing is uh, exact. But Jim Holder, how you doing? And Jim, by the way, is a captain with Eastern, a former captain with Eastern, and he lives in where are you, Jim? Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> Hi, Jim. <laughs> hey, hey. Hi, y'all, ladies. How you doing? Glad to have you with us today. Well, thank you. Now, I didn't think you were from Atlanta, Jim. I thought you were from over there in the Conyers area or somewhere like that. Well, I, I, nobody knows where Conyers is, so I just tell them I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm a big Braves fan, you know, and the University of Georgia won the championship and the Braves with national champions, and I'll be quiet and quit bragging. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, well, I want someone to start off, Dorothy or either you, Madge, if you can tell me about, first of all, uh, how many, approximately how many people did you have at the uh, convention this year? Uh, 133. 133. Does that sound familiar, Jim Holder? Yeah, that that sounds like our reaper conventions there. Toward the end, we had a lot more than that earlier when everybody was still flying. But uh, that's a good crowd. Yeah, and and no spouses allowed, right? (laughs) Oh, Oh, no, no, that's not true. (laughs) That's not true. That 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 that's just that's just gossip. <laughs> okay. So. Well, I didn't see many male faces in the Facebook pictures that have been, and there are many many of them. If you go to Silverliners, uh, I think it's thesilverliners.org is your website. I mean, not yes. website, but Facebook page. And uh, wow, what a ton of pictures that have come through. <laughs> I'm enjoying looking at them. Yeah. Man, well, you can address that. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all going to have your next convention in Nashville, is that correct? Yes. yes. Well, I, well, we, Reaper had one in the old, old let's see, when was it? Uh, the, whenever it was, it was a fine convention. I went and, to that uh, one. yeah. My wife and I actually got to go to see the old Grand Opry. Had tickets oh, two rows oh. back from the stage and saw all those people that I've been listening to for 30 or 40 years up there singing. It was one of the <laughs> nicest things I've I've done is going to Nashville and to see the Grand Ole Opry. Every Saturday well, night, I've that growing well, up. <laughs> it, it, okay, now tell, tell us a little bit about the, from the very beginning and tell us all about those happy hours that you had. And I saw you all dancing around on the floor and doing all sorts of uh, gyrations there. Uh, tell us about a little bit about the fun times that you had and the pirate boat and all that. Dorothy? Go ahead, Madge. Go ahead. <laughs> Come on, Madge. Tell us about it. <laughs> well, it was a lot of fun. And I'll tell you something. The skits that we put on or, the you know, the other groups put on, were hilarious. In fact, they had, um, I think it was four of the managers of the hotel, and they were laughing so hard they were crying. They were the judges. And um, the women just put on a a great convention. And it was really nice meeting people from other airlines, and we have a lot in common. I don't care who you flew with, you know, or you're flying with. There's a brotherhood and sisterhood, I think, with people that work for the airlines and um the husbands there were husbands there but they didn't attend um 
you know, some of our functions. <laughs> like they the had their own part. poker game going. Sorry <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so they were was, in the hospital. Well, I'm, 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 Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm, su- I'm surprised if there are not on this call. If, if you're if you're out there, speak up. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. You know. You know. I I saw I saw one. Uh, skit that you guys did and looked like you were dressed in different uh, periods of uh, representing Havana. Uh, the dress, uh, uh, you know, looked like one was a gangster and that type of thing. And and uh, what was that all about? Uh, what was the name of that? Well, I don't know what the name was. They had the golden uh, girls on. <laughs> they were okay. hilarious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the golden girls. <laughs> And then, yeah. Um, well, yeah, that that that's the Golden Girls is the one that actually took the prize. Okay, yeah. all right, yeah, but, I think I remember seeing that. And then they had, um, oh, let me think for a second what it was called. Well, they we had two Golden Girls skits, but um, they were different. And then there was one where a crew went into. Uh, Banacuba, and uh, they had uh, Fidel Castro's ashes. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say on that one. <laughs> Everybody was crying. They were laughing so hard. Okay, and I've got area code 301 on the line now. 301, who is this calling in? Crying, they were laughing so hard. Connie Kerrigan. Connie, oh, hello, Connie. Connie, Kerrigan? Kerrigan? Connie, is that you? Yeah, is that what she said? Yeah, that's yeah. Connie. Connie, uh, I don't know whether it's your background noise or what, but, yeah, we don't have a filter system here. So I'm going to let you talk a little bit about uh, what you thought about the convention, Connie. Well, as president of the Florida Gulf Coast chapter, we were the host chapter for this convention. And the four, we call them either the Fab Four, the Four Musketeers, the Four Amigos, whatever, Janice Henry, Trish Schwarzkopf, Sean Mills, and Barbara Bucada were really the ringleaders of putting this all together. And then we were the worker bees. Mm -hmm. It was so wonderful. I have to tell you, Truly, we haven't had a convention for four years. The last okay. time we met was a board meeting in Omaha. So we extended it for a day and made it four days. And since then, of course, about three years ago, I guess it was, we rebranded ourselves and became Silverlanders International, founded by Eastern Airlines flight attendants. And we opened it up to all flight attendants, current and retired, for all airlines. At that point, we had a little over 300 members. We now have doubled that. We have about 640 members. And we have 73 airlines represented. At the convention, we now have 25 chapters. And everybody, I would venture to guess that a good percentage of the attendees had never been to a convention before. So the enthusiasm that was created by this 
I think we're going to see a lot of reward from that over the next yeah. couple of years. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, when you go, when, Connie, when you go to your website, uh, our Facebook page, rather, I keep saying website, but your Facebook page, it's very impressive to see all of the logos of all of the airlines that are represented by the Silverliners. Very, very impressive. Yeah, that's the website. The uh, website, yeah, we that's right. A, that is we, have a, we have a Silverliners International Facebook, but our Chicago chapter has their own Facebook page. Florida Gulf Coast has their own Facebook page. Fort Lauderdale does. Yeah. Florida okay. Emerald Coast. So we're getting the word out, and we're and and Madge is right. It didn't doesn't make any difference what airline you flew for. We all have that common denominator of we loved what we were doing. Yeah. And yeah. you know, making for me, I hadn't seen some of these people, ladies, for three years, four years even, and so that that was great fun did have a, a male flight attendant who's a member of the Newark and Philadelphia chapter who was able to come. There were like three husbands, I think, at the closing dinner. Um, but we do have quite a number of male flight attendants that are members of Silverliners as well. Good, good. A great time Let, had by all. Okay, now tell us who the new officers for the coming year are, years can you president remember the is, uh, yeah president is Kay Yarbrough from our Florida Emerald Coast, Coast chapter vice president is Sandy Clemens from the same chapter secretary is Adrian Love from Florida Gulf Coast treasurer is me from Florida Gulf Coast and our erstwhile magazine editor thank goodness is Brenda Chabot Okay, yeah, Brenda did a wonderful job uh, on the magazines, and matter of fact, uh, I couldn't attend uh, the meeting, and I was extended a, uh, an invitation to come, and I was hoping to come, but uh, things didn't work out for me here at home. But um, uh, I missed it, and um, I told uh, Brenda that I would like for her to uh, welcome all the Silverliners to the radio show, and Perhaps there might be a chance. I have two radio shows. I've got one that's uh, on the shelf right now, and uh, I thought maybe you guys might be interested. I don't know whether she brought it up at the business meeting or not, but uh, but it's it's available. And uh, if and if if the president, I guess you'd have to go through the president and talk about it. And we are always uh, happy to uh, to accommodate the Silverliners and want to. Uh, wish you well and watch you grow because, boy, I see uh, new members all the time uh, on the Facebook pages wanting to know how to join. As a matter of fact, uh, a lady, uh, is Jody Gross a member of the Silverliners? Jody no. no Gross? Our, web, our website, uh, both uh, Barbara Bucada, who is our outreach committee uh, chair, and because I'm involved with the website, the two of us get the leads that come from the website. And every time she posts something on Facebook, because she gives them the website address, we get two, five, ten, sometimes re- requests for information. Good. I mean, we're we're growing, and I love it. 
Well, I'd like to see you grow internationally because that's what you're uh, using uh, your name now. And, of course, the airlines that uh, represent it are some of them. Most of them are international carriers. And uh, so uh, hopefully uh, chapters uh, over in Europe might uh, come along one day. Well, we were inter- we've been international basically because at one point we had a Mexico City chapter. So mm-hmm. if we can resurrect that one, of course that was when we had passes, and that was when we were all Eastern. Yeah. Uh, we do have quite a few Canadian. Uh, mm-hmm. We have some Puerto Rico, and uh, I think we have Austria, Vienna, Austria. Okay. Uh, so that'll that'll come. That'll come in the future. Very, very good. Figure out how to mail everything to them. <laughs> Jim Holder, are you biting at the bit to ask a question of these young ladies? <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> let me think real quick. Well, if I I want to, if if you remember one of the conventions, and I think it was either in Charleston or Savannah. When I saw those uh, costumes uh, at the Silverliners convention, I thought of the costumes that uh, the ladies, uh, the, the pilots' wives, and uh, at the one of the conventions put together the ladies' uh, show and banquet, and uh, they had a skit there that uh, had different costumes, and my wife uh, was. Uh, was uh, told to wear a double-breasted shirt, uh, a coat, a double-breasted suit. And you remember, we she went out and found a suit, single-breasted, and she got four falsies. And she <laughs> so, sewed them, sewed them for, for, for a double-breasted double suit. Well, <laughs> and I, but I don't got think that I in the closet. <laughs> I do remember... That you and she, if I'm not mistaken, when we had the old South, the Civil War era, and everybody Antebellum. dressed up, and, yeah, Antebellum, yeah, Antebellum. I believe you, you two won the award for the best dress, yes. didn't you? We, I think we did. I forgot. I was ready. I know I you did. I'm ready for the magazine. I don't think. I know you did. <laughs> well, I was glad to put it in the magazine. <laughs> but, you know, these conventions are so much fun, and, and I had so much fun at the REPA conventions that uh, Connie and and uh, Madge and Dorothy, uh, you guys, uh, I'm sure, had four nights. And uh, how many uh, – how many or did you have any trouble uh, getting anyone to go to the uh, hospitality suite? <laughs> <laughs> uh, wouldn't you know that was what I had volunteered to, to- – to take care of. And okay, yeah, was, you would be a good I one. <laughs> I, I, I neglected to realize it meant that if it opened up at 8, I'd have to be there at 7 to start the coffee. <laughs> so it was, and, uh, and, and you know, used to be, we, you know, we, we would stay up late, but not real late, and then it got later and later. Then all of a sudden they were not up so late. But this time, with you know, eleven thirty midnight, it was like herding cats to get them out of there. So, <laughs> it was a great, great time. And uh, yes, we had the hospitality suite pretty much open when we were in a meeting or had an event. Uh huh. 
All right. Now I got another area code five one two. Who might that be? Hey, this is <clears throat> this is Jim Harris. Hey, Jim Harris. Would you like to? How y'all doing? Great. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Glad you called in, Jim. Oh hey, yeah, I'll, I, I about forgot what time it was. I'm I'm lost over. I'm over in uh, Blanco, Texas, and all of a sudden wow. I realized, dang, it's it's getting late. I need to call. Okay, very good. All right, so uh, we're talking to the Silverliners, and uh, they had their convention, as you know, uh, this past week, and uh, they just finished up. Uh, when yesterday, day before yesterday, Thursday. Thursday. It was the last day. Home. Okay. Um, and uh, sounded like you really had a great time, uh, all of you. And uh, uh, I can't. Uh, I wish I, I wish I were there. And you know, it's always been my desire that uh, one day that the pilots and the flight attendants would have a joint reunion or a joint convention, but it never did happen. And I think Connie dropped off the line, but she was involved in trying to get it to come together, but it never did. But now the Silver Liners has taken off uh, to heights unknown because you guys are, are really doing it right. Instead of losing members, of course, you'll always lose members because of uh, the, most of the, the flight attendants are, are our age, anyhow. And uh, yes. Jim, Jim keeps sending notices out for the pilots. It seems like I'm getting one every day, Jim, from you, and uh, mm-hmm. passing away. But uh, you guys are, are adding uh, people, uh, and uh, that's good because you can receive both active flight attendants, and also retired flight attendants. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Okay. So, but most of them... Go ahead. Dorothy and I uh, tried to recruit uh, flight attendants on the way to Tampa, and on the way back from Tampa, I gave them uh, the information, Dorothy and I Uh did, uh, so they could join. And we told them it was active and um two of them that live close by me um are you know said they would really like to look into it uh-huh. so and they had heard about you know our flight to the north pole here in at detroit metro airport and they were excited about doing you know that charity work also then tell, tell, uh-huh. tell, them, tell them a little bit if if you if you have time to, uh for Madge to tell you about this flight. To the sure. Yes. Go ahead, Madge. Well, we have we invite seven hospitals uh, from Michigan um, to partake in the uh, flight to the North Pole. We really don't take off. We uh, the Delta. No, crew, yeah, excuse me. Wait, Madge. Excuse me. I, I don't want to mm-hmm. interrupt. But the flight is for children with with life threatening illness. Threatening illness, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Pence. In 2019, we had approximately 77 children, and uh, they're from the different hospitals. We do not pick the children. We let the social workers in the hospital uh, pick the children, and they're from three years to eight years old. Uh, 
And um, we have a gentleman that works at the airport for Wayne County uh, that's our Santa Claus. And uh, he helps us, you know, with and everything. And it's amazing how many companies and how many people, like we have a woman's golf group that has a uh, golfing just to make money to donate to our flight. And then wow. we also have um, another golf course that um, one of the guys at the airport golfs there, and they also put on a golf outing for us. And um, stores like Target, when they find out it's for children with life-threatening illnesses, which is, you know, can be cancer, sickle cell, kidney disease, you know, et cetera. And um, everybody's all for it. They all pitch in. We have a two-year waiting list for volunteers at the airport. Um, Everyone wants to help because it's these children and, and their parents. Mm-hmm. And uh, the last time we could have it was 2019 because of the COVID. The children are young, and, and you know, the hospitals were yeah. closed down. We're hoping to have it yeah. this year. And then tell them how we actually orchestrate the thing. Well, Nancy we started. Shared this first. That's why I want yeah. her to do this talk. Yeah, I'm Go the ahead. chairman. <laughs> So uh, we started out when Eastern was, you know, up and flying. And then when they closed, Northwest picked us up. And then when they closed, it was Delta. And uh, the we meet at the airport. The Western Hotel gives us rooms. Uh, Delta does their press. And then um, the Santa, who is um, Bill, he and I contact all the TV stations and all the newspapers. That's the main mm-hmm. thing to get media, you know, involved. Mm-hmm. So it mm-hmm. spreads all over Michigan. We have had children from um, up near the Mackinac Bridge, that far away, um, that goes to hospital. You know, they go to the hospital in Lansing, Michigan, which is 90 minutes away from here. And um, we try and do the best we can. We have also a um, fairy tale arrangement. They're actors, they're young actors and actresses, and they come put on a show. It's Frozen, you know, because all the children love Frozen, the movie Frozen, Mm -hmm. and they sing and they dance with the children. And the fire department at the airport and the police department uh, help us and... um, the airport dogs come and the children, well, some of them, and the children get to pet some of them. And it's it's just a full day of fun. And what we try and do is, you know, not let the kids get bored. We have mascots from the Detroit Lions, the Detroit Tigers, uh, Michigan State University, uh, different restaurants that have mascots, and they come. And when the kids are checking in, they talk with the children. And um, the TSA is wonderful. They, you know, check it through, you know, very, very fast. And uh, it's just a day full of fun for these children yeah, we, and their we parents. Actually, we actually put the kids on the on the flight, on, on the airplane. Go ahead, Madge. 
Uh, well, we put them on the airplane, and the captain makes an announcement that because we're going to North Pole, which is the secret way to go, and the sun is so bright, they must keep their blinds down. And so taxis out, and they don't realize that we're just taxiing around the runways. And then uh-huh. they stop in the area, and he guns the engines and everything, and, and they think they're flying. And um, then when he starts back, he tells him to make sure their seatbelts are fastened because we're going to hit turbulent weather, and he starts hitting the brakes. <laughs> and they really, you know, <laughs> and, I bet they did. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful day, and, you know, because they really feel. We've only had one child in 38 years. They got off the plane, and when they were they were going to leave after the party, the mother said, "Come on!" And he said, "We can't. We got to get back on the plane." <laughs> because <laughs> he was a little, you know, noticed it was um, the same area. <laughs> but everybody just, everybody, you know, just really puts on a a great day for these children. And especially when we land at the North Pole and Santa Claus is there, there to greet them. Yeah. It, I've had social workers call because the doctors from Children's Hospital in Henry Ford Hospital uh, in Detroit, the doctors have the social workers call us to make sure we're going to have the flight because they do see an improvement with the children the following days. So it's, Oh, it's isn't that great? It's super. A great. It really is. And anyone now, is me, invited to spend the day with us. Let me, let me ask so this. Uh, is, is this chapter the only chapter that does something like that? No, there are other, um, you know, Silverliner chapters that put them on, but they put them on, some of them put them on a little bit differently. Uh-huh. Um, we Omaha. actually. Omaha yeah, has, Omaha. A, has one. Willie and Young. West in I think we're the only ones that aren't we the only ones that get, actually have an airplane. Oh, okay. Yes, I think uh, a few years ago, I don't know if they still do it. San Diego, um, they would actually let them get into um, fighter jets. You know, take a child at a time to sit in the cockpit. And uh-huh. I don't know if they still do that or not. And Wisconsin had one this year. Um, Let's see, um, one other place. But they all have them differently. Yeah. Uh, I well, think Wisconsin, it, uh, they have, like, tables set up for games and everything. But we actually, you know, take them, we have a plane. Well, each chapter has its own uh, uh, way of uh, selecting a charitable or, or, or yeah. something like what you guys do. I'm a member of the Jacksonville chapter here as an affiliate member, and I think they've just decided to do one. I forgot what it was, but uh, at any rate, uh, uh, so there's different uh, different things that you guys do. There's a hole-in-the-wall gang. Where is that? That's up in Connecticut somewhere, isn't it? Paul Newman or some someone? Uh, yes. Yeah. That's our international charity. Okay. Each chapter has their own charity, and then the international charity where we all donate um, is uh, the Hole in the Wall Gang Camp. And the Silver Liners 
built a cabin there. It took us a few years to collect the money, you know, to get the charity and also have a cabin, and it has silver liners on it. And then each year we we donate money so they can, you know, uh, get basketballs, get clean, you know, new sheets yeah. and things like that to keep yeah. it going. Oh, that's that's great. Um, yeah, we uh, uh, I just uh, I think it's great that what what the Silver Liners does. Uh, each chapter has their own uh, program that they uh, sponsor and 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 do a wonderful job of doing it. I know here locally, uh, I'm I'm a member of uh, and 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 so many of these corporations are so willing to help. Uh, I do what they call here uh, dining with dignity, which is uh, uh, for the homeless, and and it's 30 days every. Uh, there are several different groups that uh, feed the homeless at night, uh, at six o'clock in the evening, and we bring food and set it up in St. Augustine, and. Uh, a Dunkin' Donut uh, uh, donates all the coffee, and Publix uh, donates uh, cakes and that type of thing. So it, it's it's great that you have the corporate uh, corporations that contribute. And like Madge, you were just describing um, yours uh, up there. They're so willing to uh, lend a hand for these children. So well, um, we we also have uh, the Shriners come and they're they're clowns and uh-huh. they wonderful with the kids and i have found that like i donate time myself to feeding the homeless down in detroit and mm-hmm. also uh at the uh, ronald mcdonald house with my church and um i have found that if you ask when and you explain to them you know what it's all about people yeah. are more than willing to help and donate. Exactly. Yep. Yep. That's true. Yep. Well, Jim, uh, any uh, other questions that you have? Uh, uh, any of these uh, voices sound no, familiar just, that uh, you flew with? <laughs> yes. Uh, I I remember the only comment I have is I at one time we really thought it would be a good idea to try to put the two groups together. I'm not sure that was a good idea. It didn't or it didn't come to fruit anyhow. Uh, but Jim Gardner, when he was the president of uh, Reaper, he went to one of the Silver Liners conventions and hosted a happy hour. And he uh-huh. said they were all happy, but when he came back, he didn't think they were much interested in getting together or even having combined conventions at the same hotel. And I thought that might be a good idea, but it, it didn't. It didn't come to pass either. And now Civil Line is getting bigger, and Reaper's just hanging on by our fingernails. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, how many members do you have now in Reaper? Uh, I'd say it's a little over, a little over two hundred, three hundred. Uh, a lot of a lot of people are not on my email list, or there is no mailing list anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. but uh, we don't really know how many have gone. But uh, I do, seems like I put out probably on the desks about 25 or uh, 30 every couple of months. So we're oh. shrinking, you know. I'm 85, yeah. Neil's probably uh, younger than me. He certainly looks younger. But uh, I'm 86. I'm older than you. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. All righty. But uh, we still, the Silver Falcons uh, are still, they, we 
we disbanded. We had a sunset convention in Auburn a couple of years ago, but we still get together. We here about last weekend. We had a great time over at one of the local airports and had almost a hundred people show up just to sit around and talk and and had a good meal and good time. And we have fly-ins every now and then, that kind of stuff. But there's no magazines anymore. I had to give that up back in 2020. I just ran out of ideas. And so, uh, yeah. I'm, just sitting here li- I, I'm just sitting here listening to all this, and I have such a warm feeling in my heart. <laughs> I think you're you're all wonderful people. Uh-huh. Well, well, thank you, and we think uh, the same about you guys. I've always thought that. Uh, I uh, have always enjoyed my flights, and especially the way the professionalism and the camaraderie that uh, the flight attendants and the flight deck, uh, the pilots have. Uh, it was just, uh, you know, it's, it's a career that you can't describe to people just uh, how close uh, a family is, uh, even though it's a huge family. Um, it, it just feels like everybody, like someone said earlier, brothers and sisters, and all of the airlines. And yeah. I, mm-hmm. We like to toot our horn about our airline was the best, but pretty much <laughs> anyone's airline was just as good as anyone else's airline, you know. And, yeah. uh, and I got a question, but, if I might. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Johnson married uh, Johnny Johnson, and she was a flight attendant. And I this sure happened before I came along. And uh, she uh, had to go, and she went to work for Eastern as a gate agent. And But they had a strong Silver Falcon group here, I mean, a Silver Liner group here in Atlanta. And they had Christmas dinners. They had uh, bowling tournaments. They had... You know, everything that you could have, picnics, mm-hmm. fly-ins. And Jerry Johnson, who I dearly love, I just dearly love her. And incidentally, she's still with us. She's a little bit on the forgetful side, but she calls me about three times a week just to check in and uh, in assisted living. Johnny's long gone. But I always thought that uh, talking to Jerry Johnson at some of the meetings that uh, my wife would go to, that uh, it was all formed in Atlanta. You <laughs> know, this was the center hub, Falcons, and she was the president. I said, she's got to be the president of Silver Falcons. I mean, not Silver Falcons, Silver Liners. Silver Liners. And, uh, and it's so funny. And then one time I was talking to somebody else, and they said, well, no, she's not the, she's not the president of that. That's just the Atlanta chapter. But she was such an outgoing person and very much a leader that I figured it all started right here in Atlanta. <laughs> and I found out recently that it started in New York. And yeah, Atlanta came along after. Yeah. Do y'all remember, any of you gals remember Jerry Johnson? I, I do. remember. I do. I remember well, the name. I, I'm, I'm... Go ahead, Dorothy. No, no, you go ahead. Because <laughs> I, I, I remember the name. Um, very, very much, and I, but I can't, I'm trying to put a face to the name, and I, well, I can't, can, but then I don't remember what I had for breakfast. Can, can, I, <laughs> yeah. step, can I step right in here and just tell you what Brenda wrote in the uh, latest uh, Silver Liners International News about Jerry? 
She says, Jerry, a longtime Atlanta Silverliners member and a former Eastern flight attendant from 1952 to 1955, had a chance of a lifetime recently. She dreamed of getting on an airplane one more time as a flight attendant. Thanks to her senior living home and uh, as a flight attendant, thanks to her senior living home in Fayetteville, she was able to do just that. She took a trip to the Delta Flight Museum and was able to do a safety demonstration for those on board, as well as taking time to enjoy sitting in a passenger seat. Jerry oh, was married to Eastern Captain Johnny Johnson, who passed away in 2019, and she still mm-hmm. attends our Silverliners meetings whenever she's able. And Isn't good picture of her in the magazine. Yeah, she's. She was she was a big leader in the Atlanta Silver Liners, the Christmas yeah. dinners. Because we all, my wife and I, always went to them and had a great time. And she was right there telling everybody what to do, and it was good to have her tell everybody what to do because it all worked out great. And, yeah, uh, sweetheart, a well, sweetheart. I remember seeing her at a convention, and she was on a walker, and she had on high heels. And we were laughing. She and I was laughing. No matter what, you had to look right. You could have found a walker. She did. She had to look yeah. right. You're right. Yeah. 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 She, dressed to, she dressed to the tens, that's for sure. Yeah, she did. You never saw her looking sloppy. And Johnny, I used to enjoy flying with Johnny, uh, Jim Holder. And uh, I, I Everybody want to tell this did story. Everybody did. I'm going to tell this story because you gal, you gals might appreciate it and you might not, but I'm going to tell it anyhow. It's short. I flew a trip with J- jo- Johnny Johnson, and it was on the 1011, and I had been demoted back to first officer. So uh, that was a great way of being demoted back to a great airplane, the 1011, and to fly with people like J- uh, Johnny. And we took a trip out to Oregon. And via Seattle, of course, you remember that old trip. And um, and we had to, they called us to ferry the airplane the next morning from Portland, where we laid over to Seattle and originate the trip out of Seattle back to Atlanta. So we get on the airplane, and, and it was a, uh, a, a the, the, the ceiling was up to 100,000 feet and all the way down to the ground. You know, it was clouds, clouds, clouds. And mm-hmm. uh, this guy, and so Johnny asked for a um, a cup of coffee from the flight that were deadheading with us. They were, of course, in, in the back. And uh, the senior flight attendant says, "No, we're not working this trip." And he says, "Well, <laughs> I, I didn't ask you to work." He said, "I just asked if you'd bring me a cup of coffee." And and she just went back and went to sleep. And so we oh, got in the wow. air. And Johnny says, let me let me handle this leg from Portland to Seattle. <laughs> and I said, oh, oh, what, are you going to go off course or something? So he took the airplane, and it was my leg. He took the airplane, and he kicked the autopilot off, and he took that yoke, and it was like one of these bucking broncos that you're <laughs> in these sports bars. <laughs> Oh, boy. All the way to Seattle. <laughs> we landed, and the flight says, is this going to be rough to Atlanta like this last week? <laughs> <laughs> but that was his sense of humor on that one. Yeah. But, uh, but she deserved it if she wouldn't even get a cup of coffee, even if yeah. you're not working. Yeah. 
But anyhow, we had uh-huh. some great times. We really did. Well, listen, yeah, that's Johnny about Johnson all the time. was the kick. Oh, uh, he, yeah, well, I've just about run out of time on my airtime here, and um, I want to welcome uh, the Silverliners anytime you guys want to have a special show uh, on the radio and you've got uh, uh, some things that you want to tell uh, our listeners uh, or if you want your own show, you know, on a certain time and date and time, let me know and we'll work with you because hey, Connie, I have... Connie, is Connie, is Connie still listening? Uh, no, she dropped off the air, so uh, okay. she's, okay. Not, she's okay. not with us. But I told Brenda well, about we'll, it, and Bre- Brenda has been with me several, uh, hosting with us uh, several shows, and uh, so right. Brenda thought it was a good idea. So uh, I don't know. I thought she was going to be on with us today, and uh, she's not uh, on our screen here. So, well, but I at any rate, Brenda, go ahead. Our magazine is just so professional. It's it is. you know, just yeah. great, and she is yeah. too. Yeah. Well, uh, it, it, being an editor is a hard, hard job, as Jim Holder knows, and I was the editor prior to Jim. And uh, the great Bill Malone was the uh, editor for about 15 years, and I think, Jim, you had the editorship for about 15 years or more, and um, and I had it for about four or five years. And it's 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 a task to put that uh, magazine together. It really is. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So keep her happy. Don't don't upset the editor. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, Power guys. The pen. Well, listen. We're going. Uh, if you if you haven't heard Merle Haggard uh, sing the song that is our bumper music that we close our show out. You might want to stick around and listen to Merle sing Silver Wings. And as oh, I've mentioned on previous shows, if you've never heard Silver Wings, he penned that show, uh, that song in just a few minutes when he looked out his window. Uh, it was on a sunny day, and the sun was shining on an airplane that was below their flight level. And it inspired this song for, uh, for uh, Merle Haggard. And um, uh, we also, uh, as I mentioned, feature songs on our radio show, too, when we don't have anything to say. But uh, I'm certainly glad that you guys showed up and you told us about the convention and um, uh, have many, many more, ladies. The word around. Okay, please do. All right. If I can find Merle here on my turntable. I've got, oh, here he is right here. So, uh, and I know you guys probably have to go and uh, do things uh, that uh, take the rest of your weekend. Uh, And um, so here's Merle, and he's going to sign us off. Thank you so much for being on our show. And uh, we have a wonderful show next uh, week. It's from the president of your chapter in Tallahassee. I think her name is Kathy Gomer. And uh, okay. she's putting. Uh, uh, she has got a a a, a a web page that she's put together and represents. I think it's called Wings for Africa or something like that. But it's uh, she's uh, very much into this uh, uh, doing away with this, especially in aviation uh, human trafficking. 
and she's got a special guest that was the federal representative for the Justice Department uh, with us next week. So it's going to be a great show, and uh, she's all into this. And and uh, so, all right, I'm going to let Merle say goodbye. Goodbye. Silver wings shining in the sunlight, roaring engines headed somewhere in flight. They're taking you away, leaving me Don't leave me, I cry Don't take that airplane ride But you locked me out of your mind And left me standing here behind Silver wings Shining in the sun Somewhere in flight They're taking you away Leaving me lonely Silver wings Slowly fading out of sight Take care, all.